0: Comet. 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 Comet.
1: Comet. Comet. Hi guys! Right, comic unity in the house. Hello. The third one in our little mini ongoing series of recommendations is me again, and it's just Neil Gaiman. Yeah. Now there's a lot of Neil Gaiman ones I can recommend. So I've got quite uh, a bit of his stuff. Uh, I'll be interested to know if. What is it isn't there one Neil Game ones you can recommend, Michael? Off the top of your head,
0: I mean, immediately, Sandman,
1: yeah, which is the first one we're going to talk about yeah. anyway. So, because Sandman itself is a groundbreaking series, isn't it? it Deservedly, because that would you it's hard to believe it ran for 75 issues, isn't it?
0: It's
1: over a pretty well, that issues. should
0: show you just how good it is,
1: yeah. No, indeed, it was that dates for the question were it ran from January 1989 to March 1996.
0: It's, there's,
1: there's so many people, Sandman is their favourite comic. Hmm, deservedly. Well, you've got that. Obviously, Neil Gaiman wrote it throughout it, all of it. And he had artists on it, including Sam Keith, Mike Dringenberg, Jill Thompson, Sean McManus, Mark Hemnell, and Michael Zula. With lettering by Tom, Todd Keelan and 75 covers by Dave McKean. And Dave McKean's covers are exquisite in this series, yeah. absolutely incredible. Now should we tell people who Sandman is? Shall we? Uh
0: yes, uh Morbius.
1: Yep. He's also called Dream and other names, which is what he's one of the endless, isn't he? So he is. And he's basically the strength of the Sandman I mean, It's just a story about stories, isn't it, sometimes? And some of the stories, in the comics, not a lot happened. think, really was it? And and in the beginning of it, Morpheus, although Dream, of Dreams, just he simply gets captured and then subsequently learns sometimes changes inevitable yeah, over oh, seven the seventy years the of first
0: volume of preludes and nocturnes is one of the best comics you can read.
1: Yeah. And it's interesting enough, that's the one that game was not as keen on.
0: Just I think it was the thing of we've got our list to set up so we'll just yeah. do this this and then we can and then we can go.
1: That's I think it was. I think he was a bit unsatisfied with that first part of it straight away. And um, that's probably why but I've read the interviews and saying where the eighth part of it and that story and the silence of the wings when death comes into it. That's thought the series really got started to get going then.
0: Constantine was in that as well, wasn't he? third part it was. And Lucifer.
1: It was. Lucifer came up in the third storyline. Or third, fourth one, really, in Season in Hell. Where he went back to go and rescue his, first, his girlfriend. he prison imprisoned in Hell for 9,000 years. That's the interesting storyline, that one, Season in Hell. That's, it's a fascinating story, but it's on the weaker ones
0: I think Neil is so sort of Sandman means that much to him that that's why he's had, he's killed lots of attempted movie mm. versions yeah. just because if you're not going to do it right I'm not going
1: to let you do it now Seasons of mist so that is that storyline where he goes to hell ok yeah this interest of this one i'll tell you about It's the weakness of this one but there's a lot i loved all the bits where william chick you like you ever to read the shakespeare comedy? yeah yet? one called midsummer night's dream and whatever the last one tempest they're brilliant because that charles vest drew them and they were so not nothing happened in them but he merged texts again by shakespeare and shakespeare meeting dreams on it that was such a good story now That like robert johnson meeting they can deal with the devil basically so but season the mist is interesting because di- Tell me, did you know all these all these artists that this said Mark story now? Kelly Jones, Mike Dringenberg, Malcolm Jones III, Matt Wagner, Dick Caruso, George Pratton, Pete Craig Russell. That's a heck of a lot of talent in one story. Line. It's a hell of a while. Yeah, but it's like each issue, the, the, the people were changing all the time. And that storyline had a weakness to me because there's no consistent art in it. And you get some like, pro the first one, like I said, it was mostly it was um some keep quit on the third issue well, And that drinkable drew the rest in it and then malcolm jones free came on to and that kept it consistent and it was Malcolm jones free and jinglingberg did the goals house mostly but that's why i went to peace about that third season it's because of the yeah well
0: that can be that can work well if if the story called for it
1: yeah and it was a funny story i think it was okay it was okay One of my favorite but no but you had um but you then followed it up with um, brief lies brief lives which is enough. oh yeah i think it was jill thompson and vince Lock. If memory's correct with season four to under 50, or someone and it, that gave a hint then basically to the hit the origins of the endless and stuff little, little hints when they when they went looking for destruction but is there any story that you particularly liked in the sandman um
0: oh. Like I said, preludes and to is just what one of the best things. Mm. A, when when did um, when did it change?
1: because
0: Morbius isn't the current.
1: No dream. Morbius died at the end of the Kang ones ones issue sixty nine. And then issue 70, it's, 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 I I see. know all this. I'm not written for years. And um, the wake was the last three part storyline of. Four was it? Three or four. I think it was 1773 And what they did was and Michael Zula wrote, did they did, did it brilliantly painted, think about his, his you know And then the dream met his family. And then, then they had John Gene Moff came with an experimental yeah, issue with two sandmen the, and Charles Bessel yeah. to finish the series off. So the,
0: the current sort of dream in the DC continuity is one of um oh, Hartman's kids from a previous life?
1: Oh ah. Yeah, I think it was.
0: Yeah,
1: it was. Yeah, yeah. Again, I'm not, I'm not full of lost contact with that. I stick to that original 75 edition, really. For me, there's been a couple of spin off series done since then by him. He did a one off graphical novel featuring on the actual Endless, and then he did one with the Final Fantasy artist, your computer game artist. Ooh. I said in Japan and I've got the name of the comic of the graphical. It's basically it was a novel, illustrated novel. And then but you had the prolude, didn't you, to the sand, the original Sandman as well. Yeah. So done by Pete Craig, Pete Craig Russell again and they were alright, but the first original one where it's that stands the test of time really well to me. So and I think it's when the series got going, he got going really with it. He he changed the artist around a lot sometimes and sometimes you'd prefer some artists more to others, don't you? So
0: yeah, it's all subjective, I suppose. Yeah.
1: It was um, a piece of you, or piece of you. I think I've done my Sean Manners most that was and I didn't really enjoy that one very much because the artists what you are, what you are what you work to co- co- too corny for me.
0: I, I think on something that's like a passion project, uh-huh. I think what you'd want is the same artist, the same writer.
1: Yeah. Realistically.
0: Like, like we were talking, we've talked about um, Sean Phillips, Ed Brubaker mm. and you'd kind of want that so you'd want people who know each other that well and yeah. have that shorthand.
1: I think in back in those days, in the late 80s and early 90s, it, probably, it didn't happen as much. You had to have run so of this tailblazer and stuff that had long, long rat artists and writers. And, and, but there wasn't, later,
0: and there wasn't places like Image where you could do that.
1: No. Different times. But Sandman itself stands up test of time because there's a lot going on in the detail. In it. And you think back then, it was times the chain where all the superhero things were completely different, weren't yeah. they? That changed, that changed the system. I, I, I
0: think, think um, Sandman was sort of... Because it, <laughs> like, it was a time when adults didn't get into comics.
1: Mm. That brought them in.
0: But that brought them in because it was... It wasn't superheroes, it wasn't... The, it was... It was a grown-up story.
1: Yeah, and that's what the strength behind it is. Yeah. Whether you like some of the storylines more than others, and there's some of them I've heard than others, but like I said, it's but certainly I I could have the last one and the wakes beautifully told, and I do like a doll's house as well. A doll's house is really good as well. There's what he said is numbers, but I said but it's it's a, it's a quality series. Then then sure you don't disagree with that one. No, no, can. it's right. Okay, uh, I've got two quick ones as well. Okay, one I've just showed Michael before because Mr. Com- Tragical Comedy. A comical Tragedy, Mr. Punch. This came out actually got I mean, a graphical novel, one of the very first straight graphical novels in 1994. Would you believe? Yeah, and the
0: art, again, the art is very Sandman
1: like. Yeah, and it's done by Dave McKean, who was the cover artist yeah. of that. And it's quite interesting, really, because Dave McKean at that time was known. He'd done a couple of bits of pieces with him, you know, again before that. He's got one called. Oh, I can't name them. One signal to noise is about filmmaking. That's all well painted, but this is a quite an experimental art one, this indeed. And you're sure you would agree with me that, would you say? So you see, like, it's, it's disturbing as well, actually. Yeah,
0: it I definitely
1: fits the story. Yeah, I'd definitely do that one, because it was like the book itself is disturbing, like I said, it's but the plot itself has a very dreamlike quality to it, but it is, in the sense of happy dreams, rather endless nightmare. And it's interlinked with somebody growing up when he's, his mum went downhill. And he went to watch Mr. Punch. And do you think the the, the history of Mr. Punch is downright disturbing, really, isn't it? Yeah,
0: I'm sure it is. There's, there's stuff like... There's, there's kind of a dark side to that stuff, anyway.
1: Yeah, and that's what I think he tried to do, because Mr. Punch himself probably, over the years, has probably been done that, Probably was, like, quite a light thing, really. And I think that took it to the next stage, really. So it was quite disturbing, really. So. But it's... What's interesting about it isn't? Think really, it was done when the Sandman was wrapping up. So Neil Gaiman was obviously writing this at the same time, and it's th- it's the artwork really in it because like it's if you look at the book, it's full of hand drawn artwork, not computerized, hand drawn, a lot of composite photographs and combinations yeah, of both. Different. Yeah, and it gets, it really was a labour of love for the both of them, and you can see that straight away when you look at it. It's. I think it's quite a disturbing, trip at all, yeah. That's why, but it's very, very effective.
0: I think it's one of those things where computer animated artwork would have kind of ruined it.
1: Yeah, I think so as well. I was like, it's one. where... You've just got. It'd to... all be too sort of perfect and too clean, and it's one where I think you might, if you're trying to try and get into it, you might. It's one you have got to pay attention to. It's not to a straightforward narrative at all, and it is quite a difficult one to read. I think, you. Oh, I think it's a very effective when it is. So, anyway, on to the, the third one. Now, do you want the third one, Michael, very quickly? Uh, yes. Yeah. And this, I need to give you a bit of history on this one because i take notes on this because. Uh, round about 1994, again, this one actually. It showed how busy it was back then. <laughs> Male Gaming did some work for Marvel Comics. He
0: did, he
1: did. On a three issue project called The Last Temptation Michael Zula. Who I know from the, the wait for Sandman. Yeah. At the time in question, Marvel had something go around called the Marvel Music Line.
0: I hadn't heard about this.
1: See, I'm teaching him something. Else. It, so it
0: wasn't long before they declared bankruptcy as well. Yes, and...
1: it was. And what they did was, this one was, this was a graphical novel that they bought out or free for comic. And it was going to be linked into an album. Done by a very famous rock star. Who? You don't know, do you? Alice oh, is London. I haven't on Alice Cooper. Oh. Alice Cooper did an album called The Last Temptation. He and is- and his songs were then, I don't know which way around this was done, I suspect it was done the other way around. And the old then wrote a three part storyline using some of the elements of Alice Cooper's songs. That's why don't no, mean That's unusual, isn't it? So
0: it wouldn't surprise me if it were, if it was but first. Alice uh, Alice album after because mm. he is a, he is a, he is into comics.
1: Hmm. I don't know. No, no, no. It's a funny one because I'll read out the blurb to you. This one, okay? And I'll give you a clue. Stephen is afraid, afraid of ghost stories, afraid of growing up, just afraid. That is until he meets the mysterious showman, and his theater of the real. Stephen takes a ticket to watches watch the show on the dare, but getting out of the forms will be harder than he ever imagined. And the ringmaster is Alice Cooper's character, where he's got loads of children in prison and stuff, and offers a bit of mortality. So the, it's a strange comic. It's,
0: it's a it's a very good sort of... Uh, I, I wonder if it would sort of sync up as you're reading it.
1: Mm. See if you can get it, please. I recommend it. You can see, i have sit knocking on the Amazon for about a tenner on <coughs> the graphic novel. But like it's been, it's quite, it's m- quite conventional for him really. But it's, there is some quite beautiful boys, beautiful poetic touches in it. And Michael Zoom's artwork is fantastic. Yeah. He, he back, in the very, back in the time, he was very, very, very good. So, and so there's not a lot of work I can really add about this, because it's, there's not, the story's a bit slight really, so there's not a lot to the story. But it's, it's interesting, really, to see a combination. You see Alice Cooper's head's popping up all the time.
0: Yeah,
1: it's it it sounds like a very fun thing mm. for to to write. It was horrific in a very different way to mine than Mr. Punch. Mr Punch is really horrific. That was a bit more it's a bit more conventional, but it made you wonder what hand Alice Cooper had to hand in it what level he handed it, but it was beautiful, very poetic, so anyway. That's all Neil Gaiman guys. Indeed. Oh, well, we've got a quick break and there's plenty more we can recommend in the old games mm. i can name several i'm certainly well, looking for, i'm certainly looking forward to the silver Age, and it'll come out next year and
0: and uh, good olds as well yeah out, come
1: out recently yeah yeah but i said so there's plenty going around with this stuff like i said there's plenty of stuff he's done so we've done loads of graphical novels that david recommend, keen recommended but that's just a couple of quick ones so yeah. we're going to take a quick break and i think michael's going to do another one for us indeed then. i am see you soon go,
0: go, go. Go, go,
1: go.